0: Actually, this is a pretty short show this week. Is that because we're not all coronaed out? I
1: think, I think so. I think we're. I think the the has worn us down. So
0: you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech.
1: And this is Nika Monford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva.
0: And you're listening to the Snob Boys Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. So how's it going? I want to try something a little different this week. And okay. we're going <laughs> to try not to preface the show with Rona stuff. So we're going to try to find some other stuff to talk about. So, all right, I saw Facebook, uh, something about a graduation.
1: Oh yes. I am done. Okay. I am
0: finished. All right. Give give get the folks a lowdown for those who may oh. not be.
1: Oh yeah. Maybe uh, for our our new listeners. Um I am done with the um graduate program at Georgia Tech in computer science.
0: Okay. All right. Congratulations. So do you know what they're gonna do as far as the ceremony? Are they just gonna mail out diplomas? Are they gonna try some virtual?
1: So we did a virtual. So the actual graduation for graduate and PhD students was on uh, this past Friday and undergrad was supposed to be on that following Saturday. So what they ended up doing was a virtual graduation on Friday. Um, so um, we had that ceremony. And then for the College of Computing, which the CS um, department is in, um, they are having um, a separate ceremony um, in a couple of weeks um for graduates and of course that's virtual as well with the expectation that later you know in the year if things you know clear up and they're able to to have um, a ceremony so we don't know any specifics you know around dates or anything so we don't know if they'll maybe because um, i think i saw something on the news today about them possibly opening up campuses Um, in August for the fall semester. So we don't know if they're going to do something maybe in the fall or just wait and do something, you know, um, with the with the fall 2020 graduates. So we're really just kind of in flux right now. We don't know um, what's going to happen. But as far as, you know, the virtual, you know, ceremony, I mean, uh, it was it was nice, um, you know, for, for what they could for what they could do, Um, it was mainly focused rightfully so on the undergraduates because they hadn't, you know, had a a college graduation yet. So they did, you know, some interviews with, you know, different students. Um, They um, all of the the dean spoke, the president spoke, and they also had um, it is Georgia Tech. So they had to add the tech element. They had like a you could take a virtual reality walk across the stage. So they had that available. Um, They gave, they posted some, um, some like uh, standard photos of like the wreck, which is the, the unofficial mascot of of Georgia Tech, the car. Um, And with Buzz, who's the mascot and, you know, in front of the, the school where you can kind of Photoshop yourself in and they, you know, provided you with um, an Adobe tool and showed you how to, you know, add your picture and layer it. So they were trying to give, you know, the best experience that they could with, with the situation. So I think they did a really good job, you know, considering the, you know, the issues that we had.
0: So I'm not a sentimental dude. Uh, I'm not very nostalgic, uh, but I do note the importance of a ceremony at graduation. Uh, when I graduated my undergrad, I proudly walked across the stage and so on and so forth. But now that I'm older, if I had to do it again, I don't think I would care as much. So I guess the question to you for somebody who has uh, went through uh, back to school and gotten an advanced degree at a later later on in, in years, uh, were you bummed out? Were you excited that they tried or did you would you have cared if they just mailed you a diploma and say congratulations?
1: So initially I hadn't even planned on walking. Um, your wife is one of the many people that were you know, trying to uh, told me that I needed to do it. So, (laughs) um, you know, I had, you know, I had kind of gotten excited about it. Um, I think my family and friends were were more excited than me because I'm not one of those type of people that get super excited about these because I have two undergraduate degrees. So I walked in the first one, the second one I didn't because I didn't care. I was just like, just mail it onto the house, you know, and I'll be fine. But, you know, in the climate that we're in, I I don't feel so bad for myself, even though it would have been nice to do. I really, you know, feel bad for, you know, the the under the high school kids who didn't have graduation or prom or anything like that. And the college kids who, you know, it's their first graduation, you know, they're excited and, you know, I, I really feel bad for them. But as for me, I, you know, being healthy and, you know, mailing it is, is perfectly fine, you know, okay. for me. So, All so right. I, I could take it or leave it. It's not, you know, either way.
0: Gotcha. All right. I just want to take the temperature of what's going on. You know, uh, again, like I said, my, I don't want to put my <laughs> ideas <laughs> on everybody else. It's like, who cares? But, you know, at the <laughs> same time, you know, I could see how I could see how somebody would be less than energetic about it if it's not the how you pictured it when you, you know, first walked on campus or first took your first class. You know, so the fact that you can't invite all your family, the fact that you can't walk across the stage and decorate your, you know, uh, cap with all the designs and wear all the extra, you know, regalia that comes along with your specific degree or honor or whatever the case may be. And doing the whole, you know, after graduation pictures and dinner and stuff. I could see how looking forward to that is interesting. But if it doesn't happen that way, I'm like, all right, well, give me all of it. or Give me none of it. Don't give me in the middle where this, you know, like you're trying and I get it. But at the same time, it's like if I can't have what I want to have, don't give me nothing, you know, so I can can, (laughs) go ahead.
1: No, i just say the funny thing is like. Though, like a few days before they pretty much shut everything down, the cap and gown actually came in the mail and it's been sitting on my desk downstairs kind of like mocking me. And I was like, you know, trying to decide going back and forth. Should I send it back? Should I keep it? And and all that kind of stuff. So it's literally still in the the UPS bag, you know, that it came in and it's just sitting on my desk just just there. So it's just like, hmm, yeah, it's there. Yeah. so so yeah but i they I, I i give them an a for effort because they try because i think they were you know really because it's been a you know a bit of a bummer um you know especially for the for the students that are, are on campus um you know they come in their freshman year you know expecting you know looking forward to it and then you know not so much there you know it didn't quite turn off the way they they wanted it and a lot of kids that they interviewed well not kids but a lot of the graduates that they they interviewed a lot of them have um jobs um on the west coast so there i think uh, a couple apple people uh-huh. um um somebody um, going to work for google somebody's a couple people going to work for apple i think somebody was going to work for texas Instruments. so they're going to be all the way on the west coast and then you're talking about maybe you know, six months later, saying, "Hey, come back and and actually walk. It may not be you know feasible, but you know because of the way things you know went down, they may try and and make an effort to come back so it'll be interesting to see you know how people you know handle it
0: uh so Georgia Tech didn't get Barack and Michelle Obama to do the commencement.
1: <laughs> no, I guess we'll have to tune in into the one that they're doing on YouTube and right. uh make that." You know, it.
0: <laughs> so are they doing that for specific universities or is it just like a this is the commencement that we're going to put forth and we're going to whoever graduated, you're free to come?
1: Yeah, pretty okay. much is the catch all. But I think it's probably more focused on um, high school students, because I think the one that LeBron is doing is for for high school students. Um, they just say class of 2020. So I don't think they want to particularly exclude anybody But I think it's probably mostly for for high school students. But, you know, if you're a class of 2020 and I mean and honestly, people that, you know, are going to graduate in the summer or anybody that's going to graduate in the fall, because we don't know if come fall, if things are going to be open. So, you know, I think, you know, if you're expecting to graduate from wherever it is in 2020, I think, you know, people may may participate. Okay. all right. Well, again, uh,
0: congratulations! You know, keep Thank us posted on what's going on post triple quadruple uh, degreed <laughs> person. <laughs>
1: Other than the fact that I'm done, I said this before, two times before, but I, I mean it this time. <laughs> okay, all right,
0: well, we'll hold you to it then. <laughs> all right, well then, all right. Let's, like I said, we're not we're not going to do a whole bunch of gloom and doom COVID Rona news, but we will have some stuff probably sprinkled in there a little bit. So let's move into the show where this first segment is the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. And it looks like Apple has announced again with not a whole lot of fanfare due to the environment that's going on that they've announced a 13 inch MacBook pro. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is a brand new one. Uh, Probably the most notable of this MacBook pro is it has the newer, Uh, replacement magic keyboard. Uh, Again, the MacBook Air first got it, I want to say, in November of last year. Now we're following up with the MacBook Pro that has that nicer keyboard. Again, uh, a lot of people were complaining about the previous keyboards that came out, I want to say 2016 through 2018. Uh, Apple finally, I guess, decided to listen to the, the natives got restless, so they finally decided to listen to them said, okay, well, we're going to scrap this new scissor thing and went back to the Uh, butterfly keyboard that people know and love in the devices. Uh, In addition to the uh, reliable keyboard, of course, you can load it, top load it with uh, a 10th generation Intel core processor. Uh, It can come up with, I think, four terabytes of um, SSD and a 32 gigabyte of RAM. Of course, that's a lot. But if you want to do it, you can actually get it all the way up to that, I think, For that one, you're going to pay at least three or four, I'd say four or five thousand dollars if you want the maxed out one. But if you're looking for a nice entry level MacBook that has a little bit more computing power than just browsing the web, definitely check out this new MacBook Pro. Again, it is starting at twelve ninety nine and you'll probably get it if you order today. You'll probably get it if not this week, probably first thing next week.
1: Yep. Nice. Yep. So yeah, and I mean, I guess it kind of comes at the uh, the good time with you know
0: graduation, graduations and uh-huh. stuff.
1: But so you know, if you got the cash for it, you know, go for it.
0: Yeah, and it's not surprisingly, you know, starting at twelve ninety nine, that's about how much you know entry level MacBooks cost as well. So it's nice that they. Added the new keyboard, you know, all the other bells and whistles, you know, get better speakers, better, you know, uh, cooling, but still relatively the same price. So. Right. Yep. All right. Moving on to the next story. Uh, Apple will soon make sharing medical IDs automatic. So for those who don't know, uh, you can set up a, a medical ID of sorts on your phone to where if, you know, something were to happen to you and somebody got your phone, they could. Um, pull up this medical ID card and get your name, get your date of birth, get your height, get your weight. If you know it, put your blood type and, uh, emergency contacts, but they would have to manually do that if something were to happen to you. Um, but this, with this new, uh, iOS 13.5 update, when it comes out, uh, users will automatically be able to share their medical ID when they make an emergency call. For instance, like if you, uh, call 911, um, It would then share the medical information and uh, give that extra layer of information for first responders to where if they do have to do emergency procedures or whatever the case may be, they'll have a little bit more information on on hand up front without having to uh, dig through your phone to actually get it. So uh, I thought that was cool. Put that out there because, of course, Apple is um, serious about health so they want to make sure that they're making it easier for people to share that information just in faith in case. Right. Well, and in addition to that you can add any sort of medical preconceived, uh, not, not not preconceived, what is it called when you have the pre um, the issues, I forget what it's called. Um, uh, What's it called? Um, anyway, <laughs> if you do have any special uh, requirements like if you have certain allergies, if you take certain medications, you can actually add that stuff in there. It's not just a enter your height, weight, date, you know, year year old, and how old you are, and you know, who's your emergency contact. You can actually add additional information to it. So I thought that was cool.
1: Oh, pre existing conditions. That yes pre existing okay. conditions.
0: Okay. <laughs> I know something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yep. So. That is that. And I think the last story that I had for uh, Apple is, of course, um, WWDC, the live event in person conference that brings, you know, all the Apple developers from everywhere to talk about the latest and greatest is going on with the Apple operating systems. Uh, They uh, moved that to virtual, but in doing so, they have made the ability for people to attend for free because before. Uh, you had to pay a lot of money <laughs> yes, for WWDC. It was a lot of cash. Right. Right. So uh, since they've moved it online, if you have a Apple developer account, which you have to pay a certain amount a year and you have to be, you know, for for the most part, an active developer, if you meet that criteria, uh, they will stream the WWDC um, starting on June 22nd, which is at actually listed an actual date. And again, like I mentioned, it is free for all, people who have an Apple developer account so Yay. definitely check that out I know a lot of people have it I think I had one at one point but uh don't have one anymore <laughs> yeah
1: because with the with with the with the I think the basic one even before you could see some of the um of course it was an app where you could see some of the the mm-hmm. le- lectures. Um, you couldn't see all of it and I don't think they streamed it real time. I think it was after, mm-hmm. so this will be, you know, it'll be nice. Um, I may tune in and, and see what all they are talking about. Mm-hmm. See if it's some, some good stuff they come up with.
0: All right. All right. Well, they always, uh, uh, stream the keynote, right? That's where they announce any sort of new I- iOS. So maybe iOS 14 will be announced any sort of hardware related to that. I think in previous years they did the Mac, the new Mac pro desktop, the one with the wheels. Mm -hmm. So they, so they still traditionally will stream that for free, but any of the other information specifically that caters to developers, anybody that's makes apps, anybody that, you know, uh, deals in that environment, that ecosystem, those were behind closed doors type of conferences. Those they're going to open up for free as well. So definitely check that out. Yeah. Well, So that is it for the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. So we're moving on to the next part of the show where we talk second string, all things technology. And actually, a couple of these are Apple related as well. But I just definitely wanted to uh, put those out there. For instance, Google Drive uh, gets uh, for iOS, gets Face ID and Pasco features. Now, before. If you, you know open up Google Drive on your iOS device, it would just let you in. Now, of course, the baseline security is if you use your face ID and your passcode to get into your phone, then it's ideally then once you get past that, then you have the access necessary to get into separate apps. But since Google Drive has some important information, now you get the option to even add a second layer to uh, Google Drive and open up. You know, use Face ID or your touchpad to actually get into the individual app. So, of course, you know, uh, we've been talking, you know, for past year or so about how a lot of these companies are starting to face additional scrutiny as it relates to data, as it relates to privacy. So Google has decided that they're going to add an additional layer to Google Drive specifically for uh, iOS devices. I'm not sure if they've done the same for Android Um, but I'm pretty sure they have, but it's cool to to see that Google is actually, um, integrating into Apple's ecosystem and (laughs) actually Apple is letting them do it. You know, Apple and Google aren't the the best of friends (laughs) when it comes to companies. So it is cool that for the sake of privacy, for the sake of security, um, Apple is letting users or developers like Google use their security features to make their data more secure.
1: Yeah. That's always, you know, you know, a good thing. And I know a lot of us use um, Google Drive and and other Google products to, you know, do our everyday stuff. So it's nice. It's making it a little bit easier. Yeah. And I know, you know, uh,
0: a lot of people save a lot of important information. Like some people use, especially have a Chromebook, right? Uh, You use Google Drive as your hardware, your computer storage. And that probably has a lot of important information on there. So it's nice to at least get the option to be able to add a second layer of security. So all those folks out there with Google drive and you use it for business, you use it for personal, you have sensitive information. You definitely want to look at locking that down, especially if you have an iOS device. All right. Yep. So moving on to the next story, outlook for iOS gets an ignore conversation feature. So this is beneficial to where if <laughs> the, <laughs> um, the example that they put in the story that I'm reading for nine and five Mac is, you know, if the company sends out a mass comms email and there are those people who insist on a simple reply, like, okay, hooray, thanks for the information or whatever the case may be. But they reply all and then everybody does it and then everybody does it and then everybody does it and before you know it. It's like ah, clogged up, right? Clogged up your inbox. Well, um, Microsoft Outlook gives you the option on iOS to actually ignore this conversation. So only thing I can uh, relate that to that, that I do on a frequent basis is Facebook, right? So if you put a post or you reply to a post and then somebody replies to you and you know, the, the, not the, the amount of people on Facebook, all those pings can get on your nerves. So on Facebook, they have an ignore future notifications. Well, Microsoft Outlook has taken the same idea or same aspect and applied that to The Outlook app for iOS to where you can actually ignore this conversation and it will not notify you for any other follow up emails. Now you want to be careful, make sure you don't miss anything important. So make sure you're only using this for, you know, that is something you don't care about anymore or the information that's going to follow uh, any sort of replies. It's not that pertinent to where you won't miss it. So (laughs) definitely check that (laughs) out. Yep. Yep. And let's see. The last story is, uh, we talked about, uh, what did we talk about last week? We talked about, um, Facebook oh, the messenger Facebook rooms
1: room messenger. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, rooms messenger, we announced last week, they're opening it up, letting more people join, giving you all the same features as zoom and maybe even more so. Well, of course, uh, Google didn't want to be left out. So they actually, uh, rolled out their premium version of Google meet For users for free. So uh, if you're familiar with Google Hangouts, uh, Google Meet is the um, product that replaced that. But before. It was only for premium members. So you had to be a Google Apps for business user, pay for pay for licenses, the whole deal. But since, you know, everybody's at home due to, you know, certain the current landscape, current thing is what's going on. More and more people need to interact uh, virtually online. Zoom was taking all the glory. Facebook decided they want to jump into the fray and Google jumped in far uh, not too far behind them. So, uh, if you want to check it out you can definitely go to meet.google.com where you can start your own meeting, uh, invite people via code that you can share all the same features, zoom, you know, uh, uh messenger room, Skype, same type of uh, setup. But again, like I said, the cool thing about this is it was supposed to be per a premium for their premium enterprise users, but they've rolled it out for free for everybody. So now. You have a little bit more options versus Zoom just being the the de facto go to. Yep, yep, So that is it for uh Second String. Uh definitely want to move into for the culture. And I at first I was trying to avoid this story. Ugh. but um and I'm not gonna get I don't too-
1: know if you saw my note on Facebook because I was sick of mm-hmm. I'll let you go through story, but I had I was sick of something I was seeing on on social media that people weren't doing in regards
0: to this. Yeah. So, uh, for those who don't know, um, back in what a month or so ago in Georgia, uh, there was a young man. His name was Ahmad Arbery. Uh, according to the story, he was in February. So it was two, two, three months ago. Excuse me. Yep. So he was, uh, running through a neighborhood according to, uh, the story running through the neighborhood, uh, two people, who saw him um, uh, allegedly there was a break in or somebody suspicious in the neighborhood. Prior, prior prior to this young man running through the neighborhood uh, two people decided to follow him to find out what's going on. Um, struggle ensued. A young black man, 25 was shot and killed in a, his own neighborhood in this area. So the problem is the issue is, Uh, No arrests were made. And because of this whole coronavirus, COVID-19, all this good stuff, um, there's nothing to be done because everything is on lockdown. So like Nika said, this happened in February and it's just starting to break through the news and people are starting to pay attention to it now. And it's already May. So, you know, who knows what will happen as because so much time has passed. I think the story has started to elevate to where. Uh, Grand jury is deciding on whether or not they're going to uh, press charges against these two gentlemen. Uh, I had to look through the story to to find out their names. But of course, you know, this kind of goes along with what's been happening, you know, for the past couple years as far as, you know, um, uh, murders as relates to black men uh, doing normal things that you would expect people not to get accosted or even lose their lives over. And again, what just makes this even more interesting is the fact that we're in coronavirus and we're on lockdown. So it almost slipped under the rug. So, but the interesting part and the part that makes me upset is people are spreading the word, which is good to let people know what's going on, which is good to people that are demanding justice, which is good but the problem I'm having is you don't have to share the video because supposedly there is a video that is uh running the rounds where it actually shows the um the whole incident to where he actually loses his life. So I I'm maybe it's a personal opinion, maybe it's personal preference, but I'm I'm I I feel like I'm getting desensitized by everything that's going on and personal opinion, I don't think we should be sharing the actual video, because again, the more we see stuff like this, the more people get desensitized. So I don't know. I just wanted to get your opinion on how do you feel about the whole situation?
1: So that was my thing. So first of all, for the whole situation, if it hadn't been for his family and, you know, people, you know, talking about it, we would have never even known this happened with all the other things that's going on in the country and the world. This is just one of the many other things that's kind of been swept aside. And it's in a small town, southern Georgia, where, I mean, we already know that, you know, racism is, is alive and well in plenty of places. But it, it hits a little bit different when you live in a deep south state, right? A, a deep red state, and especially in a small town in the one of the most southern areas of the state. Um, so the fact that this is just now getting some visibility after several months and the fact that the original um, person um, who was in charge of the, the case was like, oh, no, it was fine. It it was it was all self-defense. Up up. Yeah. It was self-defense after these two men chased this man in a car with weapons and he tried to defend himself. They said that he was killed in self-defense. Well, if someone's chasing after me in a pickup truck and I'm black and they're white in the deep south and you have a gun at me. Yeah, I'm I'm going to fight back to protect myself. Right. And I mean, what else can you do? Really just stand there and say, OK, shoot me and, and let me die. So the fact that it went through the full process and they weren't going to do anything until, you know, word of mouth got in and they had to. The original person who, I mean, small town, so people know each other, right. he had to recuse himself and they had to bring in, you know, an outside, um, you know, non-biased, you know, separate person to even manage this. And then he says, yeah, let's take it to a grand jury. So that's that's an issue in itself. Right. Now, when it comes to it's his name definitely needs to be trending. You know, we all need to be aware, but. As it relates to this video, time and time again, black bodies—it's—are just on display for everyone to see. You know, you're, I, I didn't watch the video. I don't plan on watching the video. Um, I don't think it needs to be seen um, personally outside of a of a of a of a courtroom where a, a jury is 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 trying to make a decision on on how to handle you know this situ- situation according to the law, but. Um, it's, it's it's trauma porn. And we've seen so many black bodies, brown bodies, you know, sprawled out for the world to see. Um, and it, it's just traumatic on top of all the stuff that we already have going on that's traumatic. And I was alluding to, um, before you started talking about it, I posted on Facebook, I was like, look, you just can't, Throw this video on the timeline, somebody scrolling. One minute they're looking at cooking recipes and the next minute they're seeing a black person being murdered. Um, you know, put a trigger warning on it. Or
0: put graphic or, if, or uh, uh, graphic, not safe for you, work or something.
1: Yeah, if you if you have to post it, put some sort of warning on it. People are so busy and so Ingrained in the social media that they'll do Anything for likes and clicks and right. I, that's What pretty much my message said you're So busy trying to get likes And clicks and drive up your engagement That you're not showing that you're you're not self-aware And that you lack basic humanity You know and then there are people On online of course Being contrarian it's like well Emmett Till's mother showed his Body yes she did and guess What that was Decad- her choice mm-hmm. no Not even that decades later Black people are still being more murdered senselessly. So her sacrifice that she did all those years ago to say, look, this is the ugly underbelly of of racism in this country. Decades later, it's still happening. So unfortunately, her sacrifice to put her son and her family through that, it hasn't helped because people are still being murdered systematically, you know, on one-offs, consistently, you know, from... From when, from then to now, it's been decades, and her sacrifice isn't being honored because people are still doing it. So I'm like, don't come at people with this. Oh, well, this person did, or you should be showing it, and because you know it's your duty. No, it's not. You, you have to have some sort of, you know, human you know, engagement to, to see that this is traumatic, right. maybe, and maybe it's, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not traumatic for some people. Maybe it's not traumatic for someone it doesn't look like, but for me who have, their black man that I love and I care about. And to know that something as simple as exercising can get them killed or something as simple as driving in their car at night from work, or from wherever it is or you know the guy who who got shot and killed at the at the freaking uh, Family Dollar trying to make sure people had you know had on had mask on mm-hmm. you know it's just one of those things where and i know that somebody black killed you know th- that that security guard but it doesn't matter it's still black pain black trauma being shown mm-hmm. you know, on the news On the social media feed, I mean, just feed after feed. And I'm just like, have some sort of compassion for people. It may not bother you because you're desensitized to it or you don't care about the subject matter or you don't care about black bodies. But, you know, have a little compassion for people who this would really upset. And that is a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, again, uh, you can definitely go and uh, do a search on, uh, like I said, I think his name is Ahmad. Uh, let me look at his actual name. Ahmad Arbery. Uh, definitely look up him if you want to get the details. Again, I don't want to get too deep too into the de- details because it just it's, I mean, it's and it's just senseless and it's so unnecessary and so unwarranted and so avoidable that it just makes you upset that it happened anyway. Um, so definitely Treat if you want
1: word and mind your business, as they say,
0: or just yeah. call the, or, or call the police or mind your business. You know, if, if there, if there was a violent criminal act taking place, well, you know what, again, I'm about to get into it. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to say, do do your Googles, uh, uh, look up Ahmad Arbery, uh, and, you know, uh, let us know what you think, you know, uh, but, uh, again, like I said, the old, my whole issue is I think I've had personally had enough of watching those videos. I didn't watch his video. Uh, There's been a ton of videos. I think the last video I saw, I actually watched was the one in Ferguson, uh, St. Louis. Uh, I think after that, I think I stopped watching videos of, you know, all of these heinous things happening because it's like, I don't want to be desensitized and it's just going to get my blood boiling if I do so.
1: And I think on, I don't know if it's on both platforms, but I, I think it's for sure on Facebook, where you can change a setting to not autoplay videos. Okay. So you know, normally when you scroll through like the video will autoplay. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a feature because I know I turned it on where the video doesn't automatically start. You have to actually, you know, press play to start. Um I guess I'll see if I can find it, but um if I if I can't find it in time, definitely just google, you know, how to turn off autoplay on Facebook or how to turn off autoplay on um Twitter. And, you know, that'll at least, you know, save you some, you know, help your mental health a little bit to not have to yeah. see that.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, um, I think some people, their thought process behind sharing the video is, you know, they want enough people to see it. Awareness. Right. But again, like you don't your have ho- to post a video. But, but your what your whole point is, you know, um, Till's mom, you know, decided to do something like that, and nothing, not not nothing. I don't say nothing's changed, but what is still happening? Yeah, what what is the real effect if it's twenty twenty, and it took two months, two and a half months for this just to surface? Mm
1: -hmm. You know what 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 does that say about it? Yeah,
0: you know what what's the what's the whole point of you know sharing the video? So again, let us know if you have different outcome or different perspective, you know, definitely let us know. Uh we'll definitely talk about it, but again, like I said, I'm tired of I'm not going to actively share it and I'm not going to actively view it because, you know, like I said, I I can't get any upsetter, <laughs> more upset <Yeah>. rather, <laughs> upsetter, more upset and watching videos like that, you know, it's just it's it's not going to help my uh <laughs> my mental mind, so. All right. Yeah. So, all right, moving on. Uh we're going to get into the hookup Um, For all of those people out there who are obeying the law and putting on their masks wherever they go. Uh, I went outside today to um, mail some uh, packages and it's just astonishing that nobody really has a mask on. Right.
1: So Mm -hmm, they don't.
0: But if you are one of those people who when you are interacting with other people other than your family, other than the people you're actually social distancing with. And you are being diligent and wearing your mask, you probably could run into an issue to where face ID on some of the newer iPhones will not let you in as fast. So you actually have to go through the process of letting it decide whether or not it's going to recognize you. Then it pulls up the passcode to enter in your passcode. If you want to go ahead and turn that off because you are wearing your mask on a regular basis, you can actually go into the iPhone settings. And give the option to either opt for a shorter passcode or actually skip, um, face ID altogether. Or you can, uh, actually the way you do it is, uh, you turn on the require attention for face ID because normally the way face ID works without a mask, it's so fast where all you have to do is just be looking at your phone and it'll unlock. Um, Mm -hmm. well, if you turn on this require attention for face, uh, return, turn off rather. Require attention for face ID, it'll actually put prompt the four digit numeric code faster than it normally would. Then it's actually looking for your attention. So that's my little tip. I actually put a link in the um, the show notes on how you uh, turn off require attention for. Uh, face ID. So you can actually get the passcode to pop up faster if you're using a mask, but you want to quickly get into your phone. So that's my tip for the week. If you're wearing your mask and you're using face ID, definitely turn off require attention and create a shorter four digit passcode. So you can get into your phone faster when you're out and about obeying the law. <laughs>
1: yes. Cause I mean, I've been out a couple of times and I'm just always shocked at the amount of people not wearing them. And I'm just like, really? Mm-hmm. I'm just always so surprised.
0: Yeah. I, again, not to get into it, but you know, just yeah. pe- people think they're bulletproof until it actually happens. So, but I, what's the popular term? Bless them. <laughs> what's the new?
1: Bless their little heart.
0: Yeah. Bless it. Bless their hearts. But so, uh, We're going to keep it moving. And um, actually this is a pretty short show this week. Is that because we're not all Corona out,
1: I think, I think so. I think we're, I think the, the Rona has worn us down. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. So maybe next week we'll try a little bit harder to find a whole bunch of more stories to fill that Corona gap that we normally take 20 minutes
1: <laughs> getting into <laughs> or,
0: or let us know, you know, I preemptively said, I don't want to talk about it, but of course, This isn't a show for me. This is for the, uh, listeners and the viewers and the the audience out there. So if you want us to talk more coronavirus, let us know, um, or whatever else you want us to talk about. Exactly. So I'm definitely going to get into the outro now. Uh, definitely download rate and review us. We're on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and Spotify, uh, engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are at snob OS cast. So definitely shoot us a message. Let us know thumbs up or thumbs down on the Corona rants. <laughs> definitely <laughs> leave us comments and suggestions. We're on the web at snoboscast.com or on email. We're at SnobOSCast at gmail.com. Once again, congratulations to Nika for her quadruple, triple degrees. <laughs> Show her some love on the social medias. And other than that, I think we're out for this week. Peace. Bye.